convinced that the soul and spirit of Mozart have passed into the body of the young Franz Liszt. The young Liszt was a deeply religious, somewhat mystical child, born into a modest family in a small town in Hungary in 1811. The sensitive and needy boy was highly influenced by his musician father, Adam Liszt. Aged 11, he and his father moved to Paris, where he studied with the renowned pianist Carl Czerny. Franz traveled with Adam, performing all over Europe until he was 15. Then tragedy struck when his father died of typhoid. Yes. When death had robbed me of my father, and I came back to Paris alone, I began to get an idea as to what art could possibly become and what the artist must become. I found I was developing a bitter aversion to the very art I was engaged with. It seemed to me it was more or less debased to the level of trade for profit, merely regarded as a source of amusement for fashionable society. <laughs> At that time, I would rather have done anything else in the world than be a musician in the service of some great lord, to be patronised and paid like a juggler or a performing dog. After Adam Liszt's funeral, his mother Anna travelled from Austria to set up home with her son. She became a rock to him for the rest of his life in the face of his countless personal troubles. But now Liszt was torn between the two conflicting forces that would characterise his life, the erotic and the religious. His father's final words to his son were to prove prophetic. My boy, I am afraid of what women will do to you. <laughs> At the age of 17, Franz seduced his 16-year-old pupil, Mademoiselle de Zancric. Kicked out of the house by her father, a humiliated list resolved to withdraw from the world and its pleasures. He renounced alcohol and decided to take holy orders. His disappearance was so complete that a major Parisian newspaper announced that he'd died. Well, I had, in a way. At that time, I was only 17, I renounced all earthly values. I begged my mother to be allowed to go into the Parisian seminary. I suppose I hoped I would then live the life of a saint and perhaps die the death of a martyr. <laughs> only the entreaties of my mother finally prevented me from entering the seminary. Because of her, I remained a layman and went on to live, well, an all-too-secular life. Throughout his life, Liszt was drawn to women of nobility, often already married. After a stormy affair with a countess who was 15 years older than himself, age 21, he fell for another aristocrat, Marie-Catherine-Sophie de Flavigny, the Comtesse d'Agoux. She, too, lived in Paris, was 28, a mother of two, and trapped in a loveless marriage. She was so beautiful. <laughs> a Lorelei. She was slim, bewitchingly attractive, and yet somehow almost stately in her movements. Her head was covered with a profusion of blonde hair that fell over her shoulders like a shower of gold. She was six inches of snow over 20 feet of lava. He was the most extraordinary person I've ever seen. Tall, pale, with large sea-green eyes, flashing with sudden brilliance, like waves glinting in the sun. 
strong features shot through with suffering. He seemed to glide rather than to walk, preoccupied and yet also restless, like a ghost waiting for the clock to strike and summon him back to the shadows. Thank you.